topsy-turvy world, wherein all one's most cherished ideals are found to be reversed, rearranged, or utterly gone, where strange new facts are accompanied by strange new thoughts and strange new feelings, the pressure becomes terrific. Nellie has suggested that I write it all down, and I think for once she is right. I disagree with her on so many points that I am glad to recognize the wisdom of this idea. It will certainly be a useful process in my re-education and relieve the mental tension. So, to begin with my first life, being now in my third. I am the only son of a Methodist minister of South Carolina. My mother was a Yankee. She died after my sister Ellen was born, when I was seven years old. My father educated me well. I was sent to a small southern college and showed such a talent for philology that I specialized in ancient languages. And after some teaching and the taking of various degrees, I had a wonderful opportunity to join an expedition into India and Tibet. I was eager for a sight of those venerable races, those hoary scriptures, those time-honored customs. We were traveling through the Himalayas, and the last thing I remember was a night camp and a six-month-old newspaper from home. We had rejoicingly obtained it from a party we met in the pass. It was read and re-read by all of us, even the advertisements, even the editorials, and in one of these I learned that Mrs. Eddy had been dead some time and that another religion had burst forth and was sweeping the country, madly taken up by the women. That was my last news item. I suppose it was this reading and the discussions we had that made me walk in my sleep that night. That is the only explanation I can give. I know I lay down just as I was, and that's all I know, until Nellie found me. The party reported me lost. They searched for days, made what inquiry they could. No faintest clue was ever found. Himalayan precipices are very tall and very sudden. My sister Nellie was traveling in Tibet and found me with a party of peasants. She gathered what she could from them through interpreters. It seems that I fell among those people, literally, bruised, stunned, broken, but not dead. Some merciful, or shall I say unmerciful, trees had softened the fall and let me down easy, comparatively speaking. They were good people, Buddhists. They mended my bones and cared for me, and it appears made me quite a chief man in course of time in their tiny village. But their little valley was so remote and unknown, so out of touch with any and everything, that no tale of this dumb white man ever reached Western ears. I was dumb until I learned their language, was as a child of a day, they said, knew absolutely nothing. They taught me what they knew. I suppose I turned a prayer mill. I suppose I was married. Nellie didn't ask that, and they never mentioned such a detail. Furthermore, they gave so dim an account of where the place was that we don't know now. Should have to locate that night's encampment and then look for a precipice and go down it with ropes. As I have no longer any interest in those venerable races and time-honored customs, I think we will not do this. Well, she found me, and something happened. She says I knew her, shouted Nellie, and fell down, fell on a stone, too, and hit my head so hard they thought I was dead this time for sure. 
But when I came to, I came all the way, back to where I was thirty years ago. And as for those thirty years, I do not remember one day of them. Nor do I wish to. I have those filthy Tibetan clothes, sterilized and packed away, but I never want to look at them. I am back in the real world, back where I was at twenty-five. But now I am fifty-five. Now about Nellie. I must go slowly and get this thing straightened out for good and all. My little sister. I was always fond of her, and she adored me. She looked up to me naturally, believed everything I told her, minded me like a little dog when she was a child. And as she grew into girlhood, I had a strong restraining influence upon her. She wanted to be educated, to go to college. But father wouldn't hear of it, of course, and I backed him up. If there is anything...